sacred rituals, and a cosmic community to enchant your mystical life. This podcast feels like soulful conversations by the fire and under the desert stars, as if you are hanging with your best friends, talking about purpose, the cosmos, and the divine journey we are all on. My name is Anna Alic, and this is the Topanga Moon Podcast. Welcome to the podcast. This is Topanga Moon Podcast, your moon-loving, desert-loving, nature-inspired, beauty, cosmic exploration of a podcast. So many things here. Um, If you're new to the podcast, thank you for dropping by. Thank you for tuning in. This is a space of asking those universal cosmic questions, connecting you back to nature, helping you and helping all of us to come back to center, come back to our souls and what we were all meant to do here on this planet, a podcast for that, a community for that where it's really holding space for your highest self-expression, for my highest self-expression, and sharing all the things that I love as a 5-1 generator, (laughs) sharing universalizing truths for all of us, for us to transform and to create and to make this world a beautiful place. So, Welcome. That was quite the intro. (laughs) I think that um, with this, it's just such a beautiful sunny day. We're so, so, so close to summer. It actually feels like summer. And you know that moment in May when the trees are like about to blossom with leaves, like everything's about to kind of explode with green and with nature. And it's just almost there I went for a run yesterday and you could see that the trees were kind of like almost there some of them were some of them weren't um and then I I swear it was just like overnight I woke up in the morning and just green exploded all over and all the trees have leaves on them now and it's like that turning point and we're in the middle of May um and we're in that beautiful blossoming moment. I mean, we have the full moon in Scorpio coming up real soon on Monday and it's the flower moon and the flower moon is really about when all the flowers start blooming. Everything in nature is perfectly on time and is perfectly blooming with so much beauty and it just always amazes me to see it because we don't even have to like think about it or worry about it it just happens and it happens in the perfect moment and on the perfect time and I just thought it was so cool and um, 
we're going to get into all of that today. How's everyone doing? How's everyone feeling? I know we're in a second eclipse and we're going into a lunar eclipse, the Scorpio full moon, big on transformation, big on reinvention, um, but it's so beautiful out and we finally have this gorgeous weather. There's light codes, there's energy coming to us. Um, it really feels like a transformative portal. Despite all the big emotions, despite all of the, you know, um, energies coming through, I feel like we can utilize it to our highest potential. And I'm really being reminded in this season of kind of going back to following my sacral, following my joy as a generator, and really this idea of self-trust. And that is this big transformative period for me and this portal is all going back to trusting myself trusting what feels really good um not allowing the ideas of other people to get in the way of what I desire to create out of my life and really trusting my sacral that is big that is a daily practice that I've been committed to and especially now I want this to be a transformative portal eclipse, lunar eclipse, that is all about, you know, this reinvention, rebirth, going along with this season of spring of rebirth and blooming into a new beautiful version of yourself. And for me, that is definitely about self-trust, going back to feeling in my body what I want to do, how I want to show up, how I want to use my energy because as a generator and generators, manifesting generators, our energy is sacred. Our energy is life-giving and when we use our energy in the proper way, we can really be transformative and magnetize things to ourselves and, and really play in the field that we want to be in. And I had this great chat um, before I get into today's episode, which is kind of all about how the universe comes from a loving source and it's fine-tuned and all these cool scientific things that we're going to get into today, plus some moon rituals because I really want to give you some moon rituals that will go along with the full moon in Scorpio meditation that I have coming out also today <laughs> because I want to get you all ready for this juicy transformative you know thinning of the veil with the Scorpio connected to the water element rebirth of this lunar eclipse I want to get you all of the juiciness so that you are ready for this weekend and ready for Monday but I had this like beautiful conversation with my cosmic friend who you know, get yourself a cosmic friend who you can really jive with and bounce ideas back and forth and be that container and that support when you are traversing and trailblazing in these new paradigm shifts, in these new energetics, because there's so much deconditioning that goes along with it. There's so much of holding your own self-trust and and really being an example for others because these are ways of living that we haven't necessarily been encouraged to do before and 
I find when you find somebody that is a friend that can hold that or even use this podcast, use Tip Hang a Moon as that source of being that container that can hold those energies with you while you follow your human design, which is my favorite modality right now to really inform how I use my energy correctly and how I navigate the world. And, and when we have a clearer picture and a clearer you know, understanding of what we want to create, especially as somebody like me who my brain is just set up a little bit differently. I have so many interests, so many ideas. It's a, it's a beautiful constellation in there. <laughs> I'll say it that way. So to get this clarity and to get these direction and how to use the energy properly is such a gift because we can be lost in the lost in your day of not knowing which way to go not knowing which idea to follow um it becomes murky when we're not centered and grounded into a really beautiful modality so for me human design has really been powerful in that way um and it's going back to this idea of the self-trust and i was talking with a friend and really getting honest with because I have so many interests and what do I want to do what do I want to create like truly like really like honestly and feeling into my body of what that looks like because I mentioned in um, previous podcasts things have been you know stripping away from my life And the universe likes to do that for me because I'm stubborn and I'll just keep going and I have that generator energy. I'm like, no, I'm going to force this. And instead it's, it's looking back and being like, oh, what is this clearing the path for? Maybe there's something with my energy that wasn't completely aligned with those things. And and that's not where I should like put my energy. And it takes a lot of self-trust and, you know, something that keeps coming forward is my writing and, um, and real, it's like, it's so ironic because it's like, of course, like all the mediums I've ever gone to is like, you should keep writing. This is what you should do. So we had this beautiful talk and I was so lit up by this new idea. And that led me down this path of finding these ways. And it, there was so much clarity and so, so much excitement. And when you find something that you're so lit up by that, even the journey to the destination is fun and exciting that's when you know you've like found the thing that's when you know you have some clarity to your next steps to your you know divine offerings whatever it is for you when you can get excited in the creation of it without having to get the result of it that is the the gems like that is the the thing that we want to be doing because we want to be enjoying our days and enjoying the process and we never know how something's going to come about and the universe works in mysterious and miraculous ways um but when we can have so much enjoyment in the process and that has a lot of self-trust because sometimes it can look unusual to the outside world so I'm a five one 
I get a lot of projection and recognizing that and knowing that has been such a freeing concept to me because when somebody tells me, and I also have a defined G center to find identity. So when someone tells me what I should do, my brain is like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But then like something in my body like doesn't feel right. It's like, oh, like they don't get me. (laughs) That's what it feels like. And it's really noticing those, those like kind of noises for me, for me, it's like body. It's like, and it's like a quick thing. Like even when I'm looking for, maybe there's like jobs presenting and I can feel it in my body. If it feels like, Oh, um, that's when I know it's just not for me. And that has to, you have to have so much self-trust in following the things that like actually feel good. And that's specific for, you know, generators, manifesting generators, people that are going from their sacral. There's other modalities when you figure out your human design and and the way that you operate. It's like so much easier to be like, okay, cool. I'm waiting for this signal or, you know, however it comes about. But all this to say is that it really takes a lot of self-trust. And I'm in this space right now where I can practice that self-trust it does feel safe. It is a daily practice of being like checking in with my body. What, what actually brings me joy? What really lights me up? And, you know, not necessarily sharing all of that with people until maybe later in the process because you want to be, you want to like stick with that magic. You want to like have that magic continue on while you're in the process of creation and not have any of the like negative ideas come forward into you. (laughs) So there's this real season of self-trust and there's so much excitement with that. And what I realize is that I've got so much more um, focus when I'm in that place of being really excited about something and not having it have to like look correct for other people like that's not what this is about and usually when you are following these like weird pings it doesn't look logical to other people it doesn't make sense to even your own brain and that's where the true trust in your sacral comes from when you and I really believe this that when you fully trust when you fully surrender and you follow those like moment to moment desires it will lead you to a something that is kind of miraculous beyond belief because you're opening up to the expansion like following the sacral is following the expansion of life like your mind won't get you there but your energetics will and that is what I hope to encourage all of you to do especially in this eclipse season of of transformation of like How do you want to show up differently in a way that feels good to you, in a way that really makes you happy and really excites you and not having to listen to kind of outside voices, really tuning in and trusting yourself fully and allowing that trust to guide you. And this is a beautiful time. We have the Scorpio full moon, all about the inner world, all about the, you know, connected to the to the cosmos and 
revealing our deeper emotions, revealing our deeper desires and using this as a portal. I know a lot of people put negative connotations on these eclipses and we're in retrograde and we're in all these things. And I think that we can always see it as like, what is it just illuminating? The full moon is illuminating things for you. It's illuminating something that maybe you need to let go of to create more energetic space. And that can be a great thing. That can be a beautiful, transformative thing. You know, for me, it was like not applying to jobs that maybe I could easily get because my mind is like, oh, that makes sense because it wasn't a full alignment in my sacral. And those are those like little energetic things that I'm clearing so that I can actually get the thing that I desire and really trusting that because it, it hasn't shown up physically. So I have to be in the space of full trust. I have to know that the universe is always on my side. It's always creating for my highest benefit and to just have real beautiful faith in that. And I think we can use this opportunity, this transformative to ritualize with the moon, to set our intentions, to release the things that maybe we were doing to please other people, but it really wasn't for us. And when we release that energy, when we cut those ties, when we, you know, say goodbye to that older version of ourselves, um, we're really opening up the energetic floodgates to bring us more of the things that are exciting for us. So I think that we can use the energy of this time, the lunar um, eclipse portal, the Scorpio full moon to highlight and illuminate the things that are kind of like just getting in the way and something that um, a like a guide told me once, which I really love is that if you're afraid to like kind of let something go because you're like, oh my gosh, like I can't make this decision. Like it's okay. Like the things that are for you will come back. You know, you don't, it doesn't mean you have to say no to it forever. Like just try it out for a little bit and nothing is like, you know, we don't have to be so permanent and, you know, um, definitive. Maybe it's just like a slight energetic shift and knowing that, we can always bring things back if we want to. We can always refocus on something. We can always go back to it. That's such a freeing way of being. So that was a long, <laughs> a long little rant about, <laughs> about trusting and kind of what this full moon is about. Um, I think a beautiful way that you can ritualize with this full moon is using the element of water so whether it be a ritual bath i really think that it would be a great time to do a flower offering to the full moon so go find a river go find um something in nature where you can do a little flower offering for the full moon for this moment of transformation we're going to do that in the meditation as well but to physically do it would be a really beautiful act to show um, the cosmos that you are ready for this new kind of reinvention of yourself, ready for these new energies, for the newness to come through and to let go of whatever is stagnant, all that old energy. So it's as simple as finding some water, bringing some flowers, 
setting those intentions and releasing the the stems of the flowers into the water you can also do this in a ritual bath any kind of water because scorpio is a water sign and water is this beautiful conduit of magic and manifestation um it is it holds the memory of everything and when we're using water and ritual it's a really purifying releasing exercise so go find a lake go find a river go find a stream something out in nature bring some flowers and just as you release these flowers just think of what you're releasing and at the same time use this as an offering for what you do intend to create in your life and um, allow that moment to be this beautiful moment where you can get messages and guidance from your inner knowing and from the moon and it'll be this beautiful moment where you can really have that physical connection out in nature and it'll be healing and transformative so that is the ritual that I would advise you all to go try out and it can be just as simple as that doing a flower offering okay so does cosmic fine-tuning prove that we have a cosmic loving source let's talk about the quantum physics and the universe today because it's such a cosmic weekend <laughs> okay so what does it mean to have a fine-tuned universe and how does that relate to fine-tuning our own minds our own manifestations so this is a definition that i got from wikipedia on what fine-tuning means so the characterization of the universe as finely tuned suggests that the occurrence of life in the universe is very sensitive to the values of certain fundamental physical constraints and that the observed values are, for some reason, imporable. If the values of any of the certain free parameters in contemporary physical theories had differed only slightly from those observed, the evolution of the universe would have proceeded very differently, and life as it is understood may not have been possible. So what it's saying here is that there are these very specific physical constraints in the universe that if they were not present that this life on earth would not be possible like there's so many things that had to be perfectly in alignment for life to be here for for all of us to be here now how miraculous is that how crazy is that concept and the idea behind that is that there must be a loving source, and I believe that there is, so this is from the lens of, of belief in a, in a God and a loving source, that would have created these perfectly tuned constraints to create life on earth, to create this existence. And I was even thinking about this concept when you know, I woke up and I saw all the trees had leaves on it and spring is definitely blooming all around and it's like perfectly on time, like perfectly created so that all of these things, 
and this abundance of nature is all around us. Like how crazy and amazing and miraculous is that? That that and that really goes down to like even each individual being who has come to this who has been born on this planet so many different variables had to be in place for you to be here like how miraculous and you're everyone is so unique like there's not another person like you so you have a special gift like you came here with a very specific assignment that is so uniquely you and so beautiful and abundant and how cool is that so I first heard about these concepts when I was listening to one of my favorite (laughs) my favorite like cosmic radio shows called coast to coast if anyone's a coast to coast fan I mean I've been into coast to coast forever um there I just I love the host and and how he like simply talks about things and all the guests that come on it's like quirky and cool and just has that kind of old school alien vibes to me so I heard this whole talk about finely tuned universe and it came from Hugh Ross who is an astrophysicist and he is a believer and uses his scientific studies to prove that there is intelligent life force governing our universe, God. This is a space where spirituality and science intersects, and that's truly my happy place. Like, I love talking about how science can influence spirituality and vice versa, and how they actually are a perfect combination for each other. Um, I mean, I was a former science student, so like I've always been intrigued with science and then I turned into an artist and I think that in a weird way it was like perfectly worked out that way. Like I had to get my foundation in science in order to really connect more fully with my spiritual side and to have something like this podcast right now is all because of that. So I'm going to tell you, um about one specific example of how this universe is finely tuned and this all comes from Hugh's website so I'm reading from Hugh's website you can go check it out it's um I forget what it's called I will link it in the show notes just so that it's easy for you to access but this is from his website and he has all these amazing blog blog posts to kind of show you the existence of this loving source so humanity's existence places severe constraints on the physical constants and structure and history of the whole cosmos and specifically on the milky way galaxy the solar system earth and earth's early life another definition is that the presence of intelligent observers beings capable of measuring astronomical bodies and phenomena requires that multiple characteristics of the universe and the laws of physics fit within certain narrowly limited fine-tuned ranges so let's go into one of these examples that he gives of this idea of fine-tuned so earth orbits close enough to the sun to receive a strong solar tidal force and the moon orbits close enough to the earth to exert an even stronger tidal force. 
the moon's mass and current distance from Earth is such that it exerts about twice the tidal force on Earth as does the sun. So here's an example of this tidal, so you know the tides, um, complexity. Once every 14.77 days, the sun and the moon line up with the Earth so that their tidal forces on Earth augment one another. This arrangement generates the exceptionally high spring tides. But not all spring tides are the same. The moon's distance from Earth varies from 356,400 to 406,700 kilometers. A spring tide where the moon is at its closest distance to Earth can be up to 0.2 meters higher. So what are these perfect tidal designs? The tidal forces exerted by the sun and the moon on Earth are not so strong as to slow Earth's rotation rate to a period too long for humans and other complex life to tolerate. On the other hand, the tidal forces from the sun and the moon are not so weak as to do little to slow down Earth's rotation from its primordial three to five hours per day. Thanks to the sun and the moon's tidal forces on Earth, Earth has the optimal rotation rate for humans and human civilization at the just right time in Earth's history for humans to exist on Earth. The difference between the tidal forces exerted by the moon and the tidal forces exerted by the sun, both in magnitude and timing, is optimal for enhancing the biomass, biodiversity, and biocomplexity of Earth's life. We humans benefit especially from this optimization. Um, this required fine-tuning to get such perfect for complex life tides is such that in spite of the observable universe containing as many as 50 billion trillion planets, the Sun-Earth-Moon system likely stands alone in generating such optimal tides for its planet. When combined with all of the other fine-tuned features of the Sun-Earth-Moon system, nothing short of supernatural, super-intelligent designs comes close to offering a reasonable explanation. Ugh, this is incredible. So, like, this all comes from uh, Hugh's website, and it's just one of the examples that, like, they had the sun and the moon and the distance and all of the things that I just shared had to perfectly come to alignment in order for us to be here, in order for us to be, for this place to be inhabitable. And this is just talking about the tides. Um, and I think that is just so incredible that the moon has such an effect on life on earth as much as the sun does and it's perfect placement and the exact kind of distance and parameters in relation to the tides allowing for this biodiversity and for humans to flourish here and how miraculous is that that we have all of these complex systems in place that if they were tweaked just a little bit we wouldn't be here and this 
accounts for so many different examples. Like this is just one of the examples. So I just thought that was such a beautiful kind of introduction to this idea of fine tuning, how special and incredible it is to to be a human on this planet, to have this planet full of all of these diverse species and plants and um and to have life on this planet and it just feels really special it feels really important and like there is this beautiful universal loving force and with that how can we fine-tune our own energies and our own lives to create the optimal existence and desires for ourselves um, and then how can we use this energy from the moon like we will be this weekend with the full moon in Scorpio um, if the universe is finely tuned from our loving source then surely we can fine-tune our own experiences in co-creation with that loving force and use all of the things that are around us that are available to us and that includes the energetics of the different uh, of the different uh, lunar phases so for this weekend with the Scorpio full moon using that energy um, using all of the beautiful kind of light codes coming to our planet right now and knowing that we all have a special purpose and reason um, in this finely tuned, beautiful experience, which is called life. So yeah, that's all I got for you today. <laughs> Just wanted to get <laughs> real cosmic for you. Um, I'll have a full moon in Scorpio meditation for you out on the podcast. It's a really beautiful one, so I hope you tune in. I'm also thinking of bringing like a meditation library to the website so you can purchase some kind of extra meditations, um, just things that are more like specialized. Also, this idea that maybe I'll do some personalized meditations if that's something that people are interested in, like something where you can, um, and I'll set this all up on the website if I have enough interest basically if you want something that's like you are working specifically on a certain area and you want me to create a meditation that is like just for you just for creating new pathways and new confirmations and new ways to kind of reach your specific goal and your specific um, desires with your human design in mind I would love to do something like that so reach out to me let me know if that interests you if that's something that excites you um yeah and also this idea of maybe having a a, a an actual retreat a day retreat and I'll have some info on that in my newsletter and on the website but definitely reach out if you're in the area and you are liking all these ideas and wanting to kind of join along so yeah I'd love to hear from you I hope you have a really beautiful weekend um, make sure you go out and do some ritualizing with the full moon if you need any beautiful ritual tools you can check out the website shop we have so many cool ritual candles and 
um, a whole love ritual kit and beautiful clothing and so many fun things on the website so go check it out if you haven't um and yeah i hope you have like a really transformative weekend with the full moon it's gonna be good guys it's gonna be good we're gonna get to this beautiful juicy energetic high vibrational summertime where we're all manifesting our highest versions and desires i can feel it so have a great weekend